This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Fertility Life Raft podcast. I am Alice Rose, your transformative coach and mindset mentor and basically cheerleader for anyone who finds themselves in this world, this world that feels so, so complicated and so uh, isolating. And particularly at this time of year, I am recording this about three weeks before Christmas. Now, I know not everybody celebrates Christmas who listens to this podcast, but there's still a sense, definitely in the UK, there's this sense of building um, of of energy, building up to this this moment, this season, this festive season. And when you're going through fertility stuff, whatever has happened for you this year, whether it's been the first year that you found yourself in this world listening to to my podcast, or whether you've been going through this for a long time, there's still this real kind of pinnacle sense of, you know, the end of the year. And we look back on the year and have we achieved what we wanted to achieve or what's happened this year? And Often for people going through some kind of fertility journey, whatever that is, or voyage, as I like to call it these days, fertility voyage, things have not gone in the way that we really wish that they had. There may have been um, some devastating losses along the way. There may have been friendships that have been affected, work might have been impacted. You might have found um, some incredible things throughout this year uh some new connections to yourself or some community there might be lots of things that actually have gone in a way unexpectedly that have been really beautiful but at the same time I am so conscious that this season is really really uh complicated and can be really hard for anyone who is here and listening to this podcast so I am putting together this um this this episode to give you my best uh my best that I can in in your ears um and also to tell you about the workshop that I'm running on the 10th of December too which I really hope that you will come to because it's going to completely transform how you feel about this season so let me first of all just give you a reflection of what you might be feeling now I asked on the fertility fertility life of Instagram how you were feeling about this season. And this is some of the answers. Not up for it in the slightest. Overwhelmed. Sad and sad that I'm sad. Tired, trying to enjoy it as a couple though. Dreading it. Sad, just can't stop thinking that I should be sharing it with our babies by now. Looking forward to resting, but I want the festivities to come and go as quickly as possible. And I only had one answer which said, 
I'm finding the positive of another failed round. I get all the wine and cheese this Christmas. So most people are feeling pretty anxious, overwhelmed, and quite sad. And I really, really wanted to offer something to help. So the first thing that I'm going to do is just tell you that when you are feeling all those things, the 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 most damaging thing that you could possibly do is try to pretend that you're not feeling any of those things. And sometimes I think that people assume that a mindset mentor or a transformative coach like me is basically going to tell you to just think positive and to, um, you know, basically just tell you to be look for gratitude or whatever. And that couldn't be further from the truth. It couldn't be further from the truth. The most important thing is allowing yourself to feel what you feel. And I totally understand that sometimes you don't want to feel all of this shit. Um, of course you don't. It's horrible. Um, but if we don't, if we if we try to skip past to the, you know, everything's going to be fine. It's fine. Let's just not engage with how we're feeling. We don't really allow ourselves the space for that pain, you know. Um, and if you've been with me for a while, this is this won't be new. This won't be new information for you. But that's the first thing we really need to do is just if you're feeling really sad, meet yourself where you're at and allow yourself to get the comfort and to reach out for the support. And I really hope that you have that in your life. And I hope that you have people that you can speak to. And we're going to talk about people in a minute <laughs> because family and friends can actually be part of why Christmas can feel so difficult. So if there are not people in your actual life that you feel like you can connect with, then look around, look around for where you can feel that connection. Because one of the most important pieces here is feeling part of something, feeling like you belong, feeling like you don't have to pretend, oh my God, it's such a relief, isn't it? When you can just be real and truthful and nobody's going to judge you and nobody's going to tell you stuff that you really don't want to hear. So make sure that you have a place where that is available for you. And the next thing that you're going to do is make sure that you're tapping into massive amounts, unlimited amounts of self-compassion. And if you find this difficult, please, please do look at the resources that I, I have in my membership on self-compassion and learn more about it. It's an incredibly powerful tool to use for yourself when you're going through anything hard, but particularly at this point, you might find yourself absolutely swamped by comparison at this point. And you might find yourself feeling like there are the matching pajamas everywhere, the happy families, the pregnancy announcements over Christmas. Um, it's a really tricky time and people talking about, you know, magic of Christmas for children. And it can feel very focused on that. So any feelings of kind of, you know, envy or jealousy or comparison that are coming up, just please give yourself the self-compassion because without that, then we might also layer on a layer of, you know, sort of shame that that's coming up. Um, and we certainly don't need to add anything else into the mix. The good news here, right, the hope that I'm going to offer you is that there are so many tools and 
techniques that you can use at this point to change how you feel about this season. And it's my belief that it is very much for you too. It might be that the social narrative is that it's for children and, you know, this is how we do Christmas. And that's all basically bullshit, um, just so you know. <laughs> um, it's it's what we're taught because it's all over our TVs and it's all over, you know, every magazine and it's all over Instagram. And that's the the, the narrative that we're getting. But it's totally up to you what you want this season to mean for you. I have always personally loved Christmas because for me it seems to tap into this this really kind of famous five um <laughs> part of my personality which is a kind of you know unashamedly kind of positive and um loving side to myself which I like to kind of indulge at this at this time of year by sinking into believing in goodness, believing in the goodness of people around me, and also tapping into my own strength and boundaries and protecting myself, protecting my energy, because I want to be able to give out more. So whether or not you have a faith, um, whether or not, you know, you'll be celebrating Christmas in a church or maybe you are just going to a lot of festive parties and this is more of a winter, you know, looking at just the, this season. I think that by choosing, by choosing what we want to get from it, we allow ourselves the best potential to receive that. So we have a choice here. We can look around and we can let ourselves be just basically smacked over the head by all of the you know social narrative that this is what christmas is and this is what you should have in your life by now or we can look at what we want to get from this season we can choose what we want to get from this season and then we just literally decide how we're going to get there we sort of work backwards and again i just want to remind you what i said right at the start of this episode we are not ignoring any grief or pain that's coming up here. We're holding space for that. And we're making sure that we're really allowing ourselves to feel what we want to feel. And at the same time, we can hold all of that in one hand, in our hearts. And then we can go, okay, what do I want from this time? What do I really want? So if we're going to be telling ourselves we're dreading it, then I feel for me, like if I say I'm dreading something, it just elevates this fear. It elevates, you know, a feeling of isolation and feeling shit. Whereas if I can go, do you know what? I'm going to choose. I'm not. I'm, I'm going to choose not to dread this time. I'm going to look at what I want personally from it and how I'm going to get there. So when I say there's loads of tools and techniques, there's there's too much to to say in this this podcast. And that's why I'm running this workshop on the 10th of December, because I want to take you through a live process of setting intentions, using visualization, how to set boundaries and how to feel prepared for triggers, as well as actually designing your version of this season and allowing that to happen. So there is a sort of step by step, step by step process that I am going to be taking my members through this is usually just for my members but 
This year, I'm opening up the invitation to join me and come along. It's it's recorded, so it doesn't matter if you can't make it live. Um, it's super accessible. And you can just find the link in the show notes to come to my Finding Peace and Joy This Season workshop, which is happening this weekend. And the most important thing that I want to say to you is that we are able to feel all these feelings and know that we will not be here forever. This is not going to be our reality forever. I don't know what is going to happen in your story. I wish I I wish I did. I wish things were easier for people going through this. There's so much that needs to change. There's a lot of unfairness. There's a lot of misunderstanding. There's a lot that's basically fucked up in the fertility world. <laughs> and that's something that is changing and that it is beginning to change and that people are working on. I've been campaigning and advocating for years now. But while that's happening, while the outside stuff is happening, there's work that we can do internally to actually really live our lives and live our lives feeling comforted, feeling looked after, feeling self-compassionate and accessing peace and accessing joy which is possible, which is available to you. And one of the things I'll invite you to do now is to choose a word or choose an intention to set for this season. As we go into the kind of mayhem of this time of year, choosing an intention for what you want to tap into every single day really, really helps to just cut through the noise of not only what's happening outside, all the noise of the radio or your friends and family or the voices in your own head telling you what you wish this Christmas was. Setting your intention helps you to connect back to what you actually need day to day. And then it's easier to actually find it. And if you're feeling like it's family and friends that are going to be the most difficult part of all of this, or you're feeling like it's going to be triggers, pregnancy announcements maybe over Christmas, or anything else that might come up that's going to trigger you, setting that intention, whatever it is, maybe it's I will find a connection back to myself or I will connect with a community every day, remind you of your capacity to find support both from your own internal well which can be built and practiced or from external places like this podcast like the membership like the workshop that I'm running there are so many places to find it it's just that sometimes for lots of reasons we don't allow ourselves to even though it could offer us so much set that intention set it set it set it whatever it is write it down a word or a feeling that you want to tap into every day over the next few weeks going into the new year and come and find me at fertility life raft on instagram fertilityliferaft.com and have a look at the link in the show notes for more on this but i really want to leave you with a feeling of hope that you 
will not just get through this season, that you will have the capacity, the support, the self-compassion and the ability to find the peace and yes, even some joy through this time of year. And I'm going to leave you with some words from an event that I ran recently. I co-hosted with uh, some friends of mine from Parlour and uh, my friend Helen Davenport-Peace, who also runs amazing support. Um, I'm, I'm going to leave you with, with a few words from some of the people who came to that live event so that you can get a sense of what is possible when you do connect with a community who understands and when you are able to have a, a feeling of community as you go through all of this. Because I think that hearing from others who have sort of taken the leap and decided that, yeah, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to be connected here. I'm going to get some strength from other people can really inspire you to take that next step. Even if you've never, you know, downloaded or listened to anything else or come to an event before, maybe this is the moment. Maybe this is the moment. Sending you all the love as ever. Take care. And if this episode has supported you in any way, or if any of my episodes have, I would hugely appreciate a rating, a review, a share, because I know there are literally millions of people who would benefit from knowing that this community exists and that these tools and techniques exist. So if you have a few moments to spare to do that, I would be really, really grateful. And I will see you again over the next few weeks with more episodes of the Fertility Life Rough podcast. But come, come, come to the workshop on the 10th of December to find peace and joy this season for yourself. Leaving you with words from people who came to the live event in London. Take care. So tell me, how did you feel coming to this event? So initially it was quite nerve-wracking because you don't know, you know who you're going to meet and if you're coming on your own as well. So it's a little bit, um, yeah, just a little bit nervous. But... Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, so I think you have to be a little bit brave to come to some of these events. And then how did you feel when you walked in? Uh, Yeah, great, because I was met with smiles and it was so friendly straight away. So yeah, everyone was lovely. So at ease straight away, actually, for me personally. Yeah, Yeah. that's so nice. And then did you find the conversation helpful? Yes, very, very, because um, I think obviously we've only touch the surface today because it's such a big topic and there's so many avenues and there's so many variables and elements but yeah it just to even you know hear people speak of the same things and yeah the conversation was great you I think everyone can probably take something away from it what are you going to take away just to go to these events more so that you don't feel isolated and you know just yeah talk to people connect with people that are going through the same thing I think what did you feel when you were listening to the discussion a connection and that you're not on your own oh, I want to connect you hug and is it normal for you to kind of feel like that like 
does it feel unusual to be in a space where this kind of stuff is spoken about so openly? The, this kind of stuff, definitely. Yeah. 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 I'm normally like, I'm a lurker. I mean, that's why I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> so. We love the lurkers. I love a lurker. Yeah. Well, that's amazing that you came here then, if you're normally a bit of a lurker. Yeah. Yeah. And what do you feel like you got from it? A connection? A connection and that. That it's not as scary as I thought it would be, and that it could help. Sort of reaching out to other people and make me not feel as alone in it. Is that like a release? Do you think that? I think so. The emotion yeah. coming out. <laughs> yes. Like, oh my god. Let me just let this flow. Yeah, and you felt the same. Yeah. Emotional. The emotion, like just watching you cry, is making me cry. <laughs> 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 yeah, it, it, it's. Um, I didn't realise I would come here and feel this emotion. I was even crying on the train here. Mm. And I was like, oh my gosh, why am I crying? I'm not even here yet. Mm. So mm. I, didn't, I didn't expect it. And I don't know how to deal with it because I didn't ex- I'm not expecting this. So mm. That, mm. that was nice to acknowledge that um, maybe I'm feeling like this it's okay and maybe that connection is why we're feeling emotional because you know what sometimes i felt emotional someone's a bit like when someone says to you are you okay you know when you're not yeah. really okay and someone says are you okay and we're like no, it's kind of that isn't it yes someone's like seeing you and really seeing you and really seeing what you're going through yeah. what did you say was the most helpful scene that you found was being talked about uh, I think everyone giving their opinions and perspectives on uh, friendship groups in particular, because um, I think that's the thing we've, as a couple, have found quite challenging. Um, and there's always this worry in your head that you're the kind of sensitive one, and maybe I need to not be so sensitive when someone says something I find, you know, upsetting. Um, and actually, to hear everyone else say that they have the same kind of realize it helps you realize that you you. You're kind of not being oversensitive, and sometimes things just upset me. Yeah. And did you feel the same? Yeah. And um, we were saying what we really liked was the tip about the orbits, and that it's okay that some of our friendships might just be, you know, going round, and they'll come back. Um, versus there's some who might have gone out of the orbit, and, and that's okay. They yeah. probably would have done anyway. Yeah. I like that orbit idea. Yeah. It's kind yeah, of it was more really gentle than just being like, cut you off, cut you off. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't think that we realise in everyday friendships that you can have that ebb and flow and so it's just a nice metaphor to help you realise. What made you come to the event? We're in IVF at the moment and we, as kind of mentioned, we, I suppose as a couple we're finding like communicating maybe about certain things a bit harder and I thought it would just be a really nice like supportive environment for us to learn more from other people going through it and it was and even though I went really red when asking a question, <laughs> it was quite. It was. I got really useful responses back, so I definitely come to another one Amazing. if you had one. Yeah. Amazing. What about you? How was that for you? There's so much. There's more than you can say. Now it's going to take a day to sink <laughs> in, but there's a huge amount that was said that uh, just reson- Yeah, resonates with. I think probably both of us. Mm-hmm. Um, over yeah, over sort of our time in this. And yeah, I think it'll take a day for it all to sink in. But it was, yeah, I think very helpful and lots to think about. And yeah. yeah. Would you come again? I think we would come again. Yeah, absolutely. We would come again. Yeah, thank you. You're so welcome. What about you? What made you come? Um, Just so I too am going through the IVF and then currently in my two week wait. Mm -hmm. 
since I'm in that unsettled time. But just to come and hear other people, because I just, I don't have many friends. Like Connie was saying, I have friends that have got children and friends that aren't even trying and I'm in this middle ground and don't really have a support system. So it's really nice to hear other people's stories and know that it isn't just you on your own. There are other people that that can support you. And did you find it, what was the feeling when you came? Were you nervous or were you feeling okay? Was it friendly? Really friendly. I think it's the anticipation of the unknown and like you don't quite know what you're coming into but as soon as you walk in just everyone smiles at you and you don't feel so nervous you don't feel really alone you just feel really accepted and whatever point you're at it's just acceptance from everybody.